two on one. Stone with Stevenson. Stone stops, shoots, he scores! The double fist pump, the high five with White Cloud, the embrace with Stevenson, short-handed goal, the captain, Mark Stone. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at lvsportsnetwork.com. Misfits to champions. The Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup in 2023. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the Home of the Woo, home of the Stanley Cup champions. And boy, oh boy, it was a beautiful weekend in Las Vegas. I want to hear from you. As we do every single Monday, we open it up to phone calls in the first segment. 702-876-1340. That's the number. 702-876-1340. I want to know... Where you were for the parade? Were you down there? Did you go to the rally? Did you see anybody jump into the Bellagio fountains? These are questions that we need answers to. We need them. But the fact of the matter is, I want to know how you took in the parade and the rally, and I want to know who stole the show. I have some pretty clear ideas as to where we're going to go with that one, but I'm curious to see what you all have to say. 702-876-1340, that's the number Parade, rally, how'd you take it in? Who stole the show? And then beyond that, literally anything you want to talk about when it comes to the Golden Knights. It's all on the table. We can get into it. We've had some time to decompress. We've had some time to just really lean into what this Stanley Cup championship means. But if you want to turn the page and you want to look ahead and you want to talk about next year or some of the pressing things going on for the Golden Knights over the next couple of weeks, we can also get to that too. But parade... Parade, parade, rally, 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 Chapman. Yeah, by the way, let's rewind a few minutes. Home of the freaking Stanley Cup champions. Let that sink in. Like, like I don't know why that just hit me. Yeah. Like, I've had, what, six days to, to let, eh, five days, yeah, six something days. like that, yeah. They won on to let that marinate and, sure. and, and baste and cook. But... When you said home of the Stanley Cup champions, it's like, holy smokes. There's some other words you want to yes. use. Yes. Oh, I, I, I can't have my... See, Wild Bill can get away with it. Chris Chapman <laughs> can't get away with it. Well, see, it's funny because I said it, right? It's off the cuff, but I agree with you in that even though it's been almost a week, even though we have had the parade and the rally, even though all of these things have happened, sometimes you still sit back and you think about it in the morning or you think about it after you wake up, whatever it is, the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Six years in the league. Two times to the Stanley Cup finals. And and the hate. I mean, like, <laughs> like I, Lean I, into it. I am embracing it. Look, we talked to William Carlson mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. and he was one of the few guys to kind of lean into it and yeah. embrace it. Some guys, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Nah, let them say. Carlson, he... 
in in true Star Wars fashion, sure, yeah. he was like, you know what? Let's be the bad guys. The bad guys are cool. Let's yeah. embrace it. Lean into being a Sith. It's a beautiful thing, and the Golden Knights have accomplished that feat. Stanley Cup champions 2023, the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone line. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, if I live to be 100, the memories of the last week will never leave me. And I hope everybody says that today because the euphoria that they've created is it's it's impossible to recreate. Mm-hmm. We could win 10 Stanley Cups in a row and it would never be recreated. So having said that, I wonder if I might take just a moment to reflect, uh, not reflect, but to look ahead a little bit and see what your take is on this. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to get at some point, maybe Darren's input into this, too, if he's ever on another show this summer. But um, for now, we, just Just hold Chris, on. Let me, let me clarify. We, we expect Mallard to be back tomorrow. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I'd like to just take on it at some point. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned the other day that one of my good friends is the former president of the St. Louis Rams, the Rams football team, and... Uh, in 2001, they won the Super Bowl, and he was uh, texting me like a madman on that big night. Mm-hmm. And I, I just enjoyed every second of having to remember all of the things he went through. But six years later, he was out of a job because the Rams were 2-14, and 14, and it took them 21 years to get back. So a note of caution there. Now, Darren mentioned the other day, uh, about the New York Islanders of the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he alluded, maybe I'm wrong, I think he alluded to the fact that we're set up in such a way that we could become that if we do some things. So the, the bottom line is they, their oldest defenseman was 27 years old in 1981. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I'd have to bring up. Then there's the 2007 Anaheim Ducks. And they just had, at that point a goaltender by the name of J.S. Chaguer, who happened to have the greatest two months of his entire pro career. I think most everyone, including him, would admit that. I would argue that in 2007, he was not as good as he was in 2003. But, point well taken. Okay, Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. He had other years prior to seven Mm -hmm. that were excellent. Now, two years later, after seven... He was not out of the league, but he was a backup. I've, I've looked this up, and he doesn't play more than, say, 20-some games, and I don't know why. Maybe he was injured. The question is, in this convoluted way of getting there, and mm-hmm. I really appreciate you guys having the show today, is this. How do the management of the VGK make sure that we're closer to the Islanders than the Ducks, who are now one of the worst teams in hockey? Um. I I mean, I think that they do what they've done, right? You you try to find ways where you can improve the team and you're going to have to make some difficult and tough decisions, right? Like for for the Vegas Golden Knights right now, one of the keystones of what they are on the blue line is that they are a big team, they are mobile, and they're hard to play against on the back end. A lot of that has to do with Alex Petrangelo, Braden McNabb, Alec Martinez for sure, but you know when though when you look at those particular players, 
Martinez, 35 years old, McNabb, uh, over over 30, 32. Like, you're going to get into situations where you've got to make tough decisions. You've got to find players that are going to be able to give you what those players are giving you on a day-to-day basis while continuing to push your team forward. Now, salary cap, should it go up and increase, it gives you a better likelihood of being able to keep as many players as you want to. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, Mike, uh, the, the Golden Knights, Kelly McCrim and George McPhee, they're going to do what they've always done. They're going to do what they've done over the last six years. They're going to identify needs for the team, and then they're going to go out there and make things happen, whether that's a trade, whether that's signing a free agent, or whether it's allowing or affording an opportunity for somebody in your pipeline along the lines of a Caden Korzak or a Daniil Miramanov to continue to push forward and give you some of that younger infusion on the back end to continue to push in the right direction. I think that's what you're going to have to do. There are going to be difficult decisions. When it comes to goaltending specifically this offseason, I don't know what the Golden Knights are going to do, right? Like Robin Leonard's under contract, Logan Thompson's under contract, Aiden Hill and Lauren Brossois, they are both unrestricted free agents. What direction do the Golden Knights go in, in net? Can you find a way to bring Ivan Barbashev back? Like those are all questions that have to be answered. The fact of the matter is, I don't know exactly what the blueprint looks like, but the core of this team remains intact. And when you look around them in the Pacific Division, I don't know that anyone else is going to get exponentially better. So right now, the Golden Knights are the best team in the Pacific Division, best team in the Western Conference, best team in the NHL. Yeah, I mean, I think as a fan, you should just embrace that. Like, Yeah, 100%. You know what? What, what we have found over the course of history Right, like you, you, you. Oh, I get rid of what transpired in the '80s. It, it's a completely different game today. What the Islanders did is incredible. It's not gonna it to, for a team to win four straight. Not gonna happen. And to be honest, a healthy Mark Stone makes, makes everything. A world of a difference. It, it, it makes everything different. But, it really but does. What what we have seen is the ability to repeat in this sport mm-hmm. since the induction introduction of the salary cap is very very hard. And I know people will say, oh, well, the Lightning did it. But look at the circumstances involved. And I'm not discounting what they did. But they repeated in mm-hmm. a very unusual system. The bubble the first year, mm-hmm. and then 56-game season the Short following season, year. season, only intra-division, all yeah, of that. So, yeah. so, but now I know the Penguins have done it. Impressive. 2016 and 2017. They also had Sidney Crosby, who was at and the Evgeny time. And Malkin and Phil Kessel. So they were able to keep the core together. That's the thing. You have a core here in the Vegas Golden Knights, yes. right? You've got Mark Stone. You've Jack got Jack Eichel. Eichel. Yeah. You've got Jonathan right now, Jonathan Marcheseau, Riley Smith, William Carlson. I think that it's probably more so centered around Carlson just because of age and, and where everyone's at and the positions that they play. But the fact of the matter is you've got great pieces up front. You've got really strong, solid pieces on the blue line. And you've got players that are trying to push down the door. Well, most Paul, importantly, Paul Cotter tried to push down the door. Yeah. He's going to be better this time next year, you look at the similar things from Pavel Dorofiev. What's it going to look like for him? Is he going to get an opportunity? The fact of the matter is for the Golden Knights, they have a formula that works, mm-hmm. right? When they have had their 6D in the lineup, they have been elite. They were so good this year. 
if they continue to get that type of production out of their blue line and they're playing the way Bruce Cassidy expects them to play, as evidenced by the fact that they won the freaking Stanley Cup, <laughs> I think they're going to be fine. It's a crapshoot when you get to the to the playoffs. You, you look at the Florida Panthers. Yeah. All you got to do is get in. All you got to do is get into the dance and anything can happen. And it can happen positively. It could happen negatively. I just caution you to start worrying so much in this moment about the next one, the next one, the yeah, next one. Just, just live in today. Can the Golden Knights repeat? I think they can. I think they've got all the tools. How are they going to do it? There's a lot of different ways that they can go about it. But the fact of the matter is they've got a core that just won. You can build around that. You can tool around that and find the winning combination. I would just add this. You and I sat in the press conference with Bill Foley on Friday morning. Yeah. And one of the things he said that struck me was, I'm always going to spend. Sure. So you don't have an owner who's going to go cheap, who's going to cut cut costs. You have an owner who wants to win probably just as much as the players do. Sure. So that's a good reason, a, a good thing. The other thing I'll add, Vegas has proven that this is a city that will always attract top-tier players. Yeah, 100%. So, so you don't have to worry about, you know... But I would I would say, worry about next year, next year. Well, enjoy today, enjoy this week, enjoy the ride that we're on, because until next season starts, mm -hmm. none of what anybody does in the offseason matters. Bask in the glow of a Stanley Cup championship. We'll put a pin on that, because I, I've got something to say a little bit later on in the show. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back <clears throat> out of the phone lines, bring in Joe. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Hey, guys, how you doing? Uh First-time caller, long-time daily listener, even on vacation. Awesome. I love to hear that. Um, hey, I just wanted to say uh, I, I ended up actually staying in and watching the uh, the broadcast of the uh, parade. Mm -hmm. And uh, hats off to all the people. I don't know how long. It, as someone who works in gaming and in slots, and I have to do a lot of projects moving games around, I know kind of logistics uh, play a big part uh, in planning things, but... I mean, the buses were wrapped. They had the stage with the fortress on it. They had audio, visual. They had mm -hmm. all this stuff. But, I mean, they just won Tuesday. I, I don't know how soon out they planned that, how far out they planned that, not to, you know, break any, uh, you know, curses or anything like that, <laughs> say great out loud or anything like that. But um, it was really well orchestrated. It, I mean, all the Metro there and mm -hmm. how they put it together, it was just, it was just flawless. It, and everyone was pretty well behaved. Um but uh, yeah, what a, what a bunch of hard work everyone put through so that to, to make that happen. Yeah, you're you're right on the money, Joe. Thank you uh, uh, for for recognizing everyone that that kind of helped create that behind the scenes. It, it was a well-oiled machine. It was incredibly efficient, and, and as you mentioned, Metro was out in full force, and the Golden Knight fans that were at the parade at the rally. Just phenomenal stuff. Great, great sportsmanship because so often these things can kind of devolve around you. It didn't happen. Everyone was just there to celebrate and be happy. Yeah, for sure. It was uh, very entertaining and uh, it was wonderful to see. And especially here, being a longtime hockey fan. Yeah. Uh, growing up in Chicago, being a Red Wings fan, coming here and getting a team, it's uh, nice to see you to bring the city together. All right, great stuff, Joe. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. 702-876-1340 is the number. We've got a line open right now. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Terry. Hey, Terry, how you doing? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good. Uh, this is my annual call to thank the broadcast team, but uh, just a little preamble, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, 
just what a gift the, the Golden Knights have been to this valley over six years. Uh, just a massive amount of incredible entertainment from hockey to overtime games to playoffs to now the Stanley Cup and just a lot of great uh, citizenship by everybody along the way. I mean, th- there's not too many cities in America where the NFL team is not the, the top team and the most, like, the most talked about, most interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Not Las Vegas. That is not a knock against the Raiders. That's a, a massive endorsement of everything that's been done by the VGK. From Bill Foley to anyone who's ever laced up and played one game. It's, it's just been amazing. So I, I am really appreciative of that. And uh, anyone, I feel like anyone who's ever complained about anything VGK over the last six years, which there have been a few, sure, would be ashamed of themselves. I mean, come on. that No city gets what we got. Uh, just top to bottom. So... Enough on that. Uh, fantastic. Uh, you guys were asking last week about a favorite moment from that last game. Mm-hmm. For me, it had to be when Carlson put that pass yep. between his legs backwards to mm-hmm. Smith. I mean, that, that to me was what the BGK is all about. Uh, last up, thank you to the broadcast teams. Just an amazing job as well. Uh, I enjoy them immensely. Uh, you guys, please thank Dave, Dan, I made it a special effort during the last game to listen to some on the radio just to kind of see how that sounded, and especially during the wrap-up for uh, Dan Duva. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the players have been the stars. I really feel like the broadcast teams, as they've evolved over the, the six years, have been the co-stars, and I've enjoyed them a lot. I take, them with you, take you guys with me in the car some afternoons. Uh, the TV team comes into my house. 80 this year was more like 90 nights a year. <laughs> I feel like the broadcast teams are friends of mine, even though I've never met any of you. And I think that's a really good endorsement as well. So uh, uh, you'll probably forget, but if you get a minute, tell Dave, tell Dan, tell Shane, tell Gary, uh, catch up with Darren when he gets back. But uh, I'm just really appreciative of that. And, uh, you know, whatever happens next year is what's going to happen. I think it'll probably be good, but uh, I think it'll be interesting and great in some way. So a lot to look forward to. And uh, again, thanks to everybody who's brought us that amazing entertainment along the way. Thank you, gentlemen. See you. All right. Thanks so much, Terry. That's a fantastic call. Uh, means the world to us, especially when you, when you say that, that you feel like we're a part of your friend group, like that's fantastic. That's awesome. That's what we're striving to do in, in bringing you the games 82, and in this case, 104 times every single season. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rick. Hey, Rick, how you doing? Very well, gentlemen. How about yourselves? Oh, fantastic. I mean, it doesn't get too much better than this. The the birth of my grandson would be about the only thing I could put above this Stanley Cup here. Mm -hmm. And I would also like to echo the, uh, the previous caller saying, the brought just listening to you guys it's what made me actually want to call in because mm. listen to you guys every day every day and i'm like man i should call in and say something because i love hockey and i grew up on hockey and you guys are just bringing it to us and we as he said we really appreciate it, it makes us feel like we're part of the broadcast but i do have one question yeah when the guys get kicked out of the play uh, the face-off circle what's what's the referee saying to him well he's just he's calling an infraction, right? Like there are certain situations where you have to have your stick down ahead of time. Uh, you can't encroach on the on the, uh, the the area. So, you know, the refs are just either giving a warning before they drop the puck for real or they're just kicking them out and uh, giving them the reason why they're they're kicked out of the faceoff circle. Okay, yeah, because I've seen a little bit of conversation. Not, never between the – I mean, the guy mm-hmm. keeps away and says a few words, but it's sure. always like the, the refs telling them. I just always wondered that, but – 
guys, thanks, man. This is amazing. And I will say, when's training camp start? We've got we've got about uh, 11-ish weeks, 11, 12 weeks or so. So enjoy it. Have fun with it. But uh, mid-September, the Golden Knights are going to be back on the ice and, and ready to defend their Stanley Cup. And I will say this, guys, is that I'm a pessimistic Eagles fan. Mm. The Knights changed everything. Beautiful. I invited friends over. I wore my jersey. I said, I don't care. This team's too good to worry about a jinx. Mm-hmm. So they did it, man. Thanks again, guys. Go right. Knights, go. Thank you so much, Rick, for the call. I His Eagles it. got robbed, by the way. Well, they did, but yeah, the Golden Knights made up for it. So that's all that uh, all that matters in this moment. Uh, 702-876-1340. That's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? Uh, you know that video that Nick Haig had during the parade where he uh, mumbled a bit and then said incredible? That. That's how I'm <laughs> so what was your, uh, wh- wh- I-, I know where you took the parade in. Uh, you were yes. along the route. I-, I don't know exactly where. Uh, you'll forgive me for that. But uh, what what was the most enjoyable part of that for you? Uh, you know, there was there was so much. So we, we did, we were on the route. I honestly don't know where we were at either. We were closer <laughs> to the beginning than to the end. Um, we took it in along the route, and then once uh, the parade finished past us, we actually worked our way up, and we were kind of behind the stage to the side um, by the parking garage. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to we couldn't see anything, but we got to hear it, which was amazing. So, you know, I thought um, you were going to say your favorite moment was taking a picture of Ryan the hockey guy. Oh boy, it was up there. It was <laughs> it, it it might have been, but actually, my absolute favorite moment um, last spring, Nate Yule. Mm-hmm. Uh, coached my son's team, um, his house league team. Uh, and during the parade, Nate pointed at my son and yelled, Jesse, hey, and was waving to him. Like, I, I would have never imagined watching a Stanley Cup parade and somebody yelling out and, and recognizing my son mm-hmm. in the crowd, mm-hmm. right? And I, I made a tweet about it, but, like, it's stuff like that that shows, like, this team is so committed to the community. They're out there you know, up and down the lineup, um, uh, you know, Marcy is coaching junior, uh, the junior Golden Knights, and people like Nate, um, I know uh, Double R, Darren is, Double R, oh my gosh, I can't even remember now. Um, lots, lots of people in the organization are committed mm-hmm. to the youth hockey here. Like, it's just, it's so much more than just, like, our team won a championship. Like, they brought the cup here, but they brought, so much more and have just embraced I'm going to cry guys I'm sorry no it's fine lean into They've it embrace the city so much and you know we wouldn't have that without this team here so you know thanks to Bill Foley for bringing the team here and to, to everybody that's part of this organization that that cares about the community were you were you emotional at the parade or at the rally yes yeah oh I was yeah. oh I absolutely was um I was like by the end when we are the champions was playing after yeah. the video, I was like a blubbering mess. <laughs> like I, there were so many moments where it was just like, this is real and this is happening. And oh, it's so, amazing. No one can take it away. No one can take it away. You're, you're absolutely right there. And I, I just want to get, you know, cause there are like moments, right. Where, where it becomes a, a little bit more real that this is a thing that actually happened. I think the parade, the rally, all of that kind of reinforces it to a degree, but it's been six days since the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. Like, have you have has it fully sunk in for you yet? I, I it's starting to right. I've I've hung up a banner in my living room up above my TV. I've everyone you talk to is like, yeah, Knights, nice, we won. Like, mm-hmm. 
you're seeing all this, the, the, the billboards that say every time we drive past the Red Rock, it flashes up, the realm, uni- the realm is united. Like, it's, I think it'll feel surreal for a really long time, but it feels like permanent, right? This is surreal, but this is a permanent surrealness that's always going to be here. Now, I got to ask you because I don't, I don't know, but were you a hockey fan before this team? And did your son start playing because of the Golden Knights? So I wasn't. Um, I grew up, my, my dad was in the Air Force, so we lived overseas a lot. And um, at the time, there were three channels, and football pretty much always took priority. Um, there wasn't a lot of hockey on. Uh, and when the Knights came, I was like, hey, that's really cool. This is, this is our team. And I, it was really cool to feel like I was here for the start of something. Um, I signed him up for Try Hockey for Free Day, uh, thinking, oh, that'll be funny. He'll go. And he'll be like, oh, I'm cold. And I fell over. <laughs> um, and immediately he was like, Mom, Mom, I want to go. I want to go skating again. When do I get to go skating again? I want to go play hockey. Um, and he fell in love with it one time on the ice. That's that's an incredible story. Like phenomenal. I think, I think like to my mom. My mom, we grew up obviously back east, but my mom was never a hockey fan. Like she didn't care. But she moved out here. She was here for the inception of the team, and now like she's celebrating with her neighbors. They're watching <laughs> the game together. Like you've got a woman from Hawaii who who is my mom's neighbor across the street, and then a woman. I I, I think she's from Texas. So like three markets that generally you're not traditional hockey markets and, and they're all celebrating together watching the game. Like I, I think it was Joe Lombardo, governor Lombardo who made the comment about how the team united this city mm-hmm. after October 1st and how they've gone yeah. about doing it again. And I thought that th- that comment above any comment that was made on Saturday night really resonated with me the most because I mean, when I moved here in 99, like this city for a long time, it, it was very transient. You didn't know your neighbors People didn't really smile, say hello. Now you see people at like the grocery store. They're all wearing Knights gear. Yep. It's it's such a unity that this team has brought. And I and I thought that Governor Lombardo's message was so apropos for the moment because to see people who don't even know each other hugging and high fiving and just sharing this incredible time in our city's history, it, it, it truly is something that when I moved here, I never could have imagined. And seeing it and being witness to it, I, I'm going to take it to my grave with me. Like, I, I feel like I want to write a book about it because it's something that I, I made the comment yesterday on another show that unless you are from Vegas, unless mm-hmm. you've lived here, you will never quite grasp what this city or what this team has meant to the city of Las Vegas. And, and, and I'll extend that to Clark County. Because obviously we saw the the mayor of Henderson, the mayor of North Las Vegas at the parade. What they have meant to this area, it, it, it's it's remarkable. It, it truly is. Yeah, and you know, another thing I wanted to point out is how proud I am of our city. We mm-hmm. didn't destroy anything. Yep. We didn't flip cars. We went out there and we enjoyed the moment that we won a Stanley Cup, right? We, we were happy and and happy to be happy and happy around each other. So we didn't need to destroy things to prove how happy we were. We mm-hmm. just went and we're happy. Take note, you know Vancouver. what? You know what, Stephanie? Thank you for the call. Um, I I agree with everything that you said, um, but I, I want to highlight just one one thing here, and that is embracing the Vegas Golden Knights, leaning into hockey, taking your kids 
to a free learn to play, learn to skate, whatever it is. You're the reason hockey works here. Period. End of story. Full stop. That is how you grow the game at the grassroots level. And this, the Golden Knights team, you mentioned Darren Elliott, everything that he does with the youth hockey program here in Southern Nevada. It's so important to it's, him. It's incredibly important to him. And it matters because as much as a championship will change things, as, as much as it'll bring people in, getting on the ice, taking that step, it's huge. It, it means so much. And I'm, I'm so glad that you found that. I'm so glad that you leaned into it. And I'm so glad that you have, have done that for your kids because, one, it's, it's an amazing game. You learn so much playing hockey. But, two, this is how you continue to grow the game and how you continue to push things in the right direction, not just for Las Vegas, but any other market that wants a team in the, in, 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 in the United States. Because I'm telling you, the talent pool out there can probably sustain more teams in the National Hockey League. And if you want this sport to continue to grow, not just for yourself, but for the entire NHL, that's what you've got to do. That's how you've got to lean into it. And I think it's fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for that call. And stick taps to Nate Yule because in the middle of all of that, all of the fray, uh, and I know Nate, Nate's a great guy. It doesn't surprise me at all that he would remember your son and shout him out by name. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Jordan. Hey, Jordan, how you doing? I'm great, man. Still flying high, man. This is This has been fun. But, uh, you know, to answer your question, yeah, Carlson definitely stole the show, right? You got to give a tip of the hat to, uh, to Hill or whoever told Hill to put on that Larry Johnson jersey, too. That, that was a great throwback. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, but what I really wanted to know, because you guys were there, because I had to watch it from home because the, the twin babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't going to tell the wife she had to watch them so I can go to a parade. Um, anyways, McPhee's giving his speech, mm-hmm. and the news feed just had it on his face. He stops in the middle of it, in the middle of talking about these are people that you, your, your kids can be role models for, mm-hmm. and he mentions their character, and he pauses. Mm-hmm. And he pauses, and he looks over at the players. I've got to know, like, what were they doing on the stage that gave him the dad vibes? Because he immediately after he paused for a while, went completely deadpan and sped read the rest of his stuff like he was pissed. And I heard rumors about some of the stuff that might have been going on, but I was just wondering if you guys saw what the players were doing to get that reaction out of oh, Adam McPhee. They, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not going to disclose particulars. What I'm going to say is that they were living their best life, um, and they were doing. It. So here's my take on it. Um, and and you know the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup on Tuesday. It's a long time between Tuesday night and Saturday night to be celebrating, to be leaning in, to, to be doing everything t- that you possibly can to soak it up. If you are a professional athlete that has gone through two months, really eight months, nine months of night in, night out, absolute hockey battling. So the, the fact of the matter is, like the fact that the Golden Knights were able to get to the parade on time, right? And that they even got out on the route a little bit earlier than expected is a testament to their character. It's a testament to their commitment. They are role models that you can believe in. And I thought the oh, entire sure. I thought the entire night was fantastic. Uh, it, it was nothing more than players just leaning into it and, and and enjoying the moment. Yeah, I just wanted to have a good laugh about what was going on <laughs> to find out for sure what happened. But uh, uh, I'll sh- I'll shoot you a PM or something. Okay. <laughs> 
fantastic. Thanks for the call, Jordan. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are y'all doing? Oh, fantastic. Awesome. So I hope you guys not only had a good day on Saturday, but I hope you guys had a good Father's Day yesterday as well. It's just a weekend of celebrating. I love it. Yep. Thank you very much. It was uh, a weekend I'll never forget. Yeah, for sure. Um, going back to you know what you guys were talking about at the very, very beginning, um, what I've been doing with all that negativity, I've been taking that salt and I've been lining my margarita glasses with it. Beautiful. Enjoying oh, this moment. Now, now, what 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 type of margarita? Like, I'm a big Cadillac margarita guy. Mm. Like, to me, more alcohol, the better. But, but like, do you like strawberry margarita, or is it just like a traditional margarita? You know, I like the strawberry margaritas. I'll go with traditional. Um, but more importantly, though, my margarita glasses are pink and shaped like a flamingo. Oh, nice! No, that nice. is fantastic. Let me let me ask you because yeah. you mentioned the salt. Um, is there is there one fan base or one faction that is uh, leading the saltiness in your depart in your mind? You know, honestly, I was expecting more from Florida fans. I don't see it as much. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I don't pay too much attention to it. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not doing a ton of social media. I just, I hear the comments. I hear the negativity. And I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. It's just, it, to me, it's bitter grapes because yeah. we have an awesome team and an awesome city. And, you know, I was at the parade yesterday or Saturday and it was a blast. It was so much fun just you know being out in the with the community and everybody was cheering and we were all chanting and crying and celebrating and it was just it was an amazing time to mm-hmm. just be together celebrating this team and what this team means to everybody so what was your favorite part of the parade um my favorite part of the parade um where i was um was right in front of the park mgm nice and, um, you know, Eichel and I think it was Eichel and Stone, they were opening champagne and they were just, you know, pouring it on everybody. Mm-hmm. And then in the very next bus, they had the three misfits, the line together with Marcia, so Riley Smith and Carlson and the three of them, like they were just hugging each other and embracing and chanting MVP. And it just the camaraderie that this whole team shares is just so inspiring. Has it sunk in? That they did it, that they won the Stanley Cup. It's it's sunk in. It's I'm I'm feeling it. I think seeing it in person, mm-hmm. um, on the parade, I think kind of made it sink in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I saw the Stanley Cup in person when it was here for the All Star Weekend a couple of years ago, and I waited in line. I took my picture in front of it, and I'm just like, this will be ours one day. And yeah. here it is. It doesn't make it any less exciting. Like it's sunk in, mm-hmm. but I'm still like overly excited. I'm still getting emotional every time I you know, see the videos or see the pictures. I still tear up thinking about what this means to everybody and how my, oh, sorry, God, I'm going to start crying again too. Sorry. You're going to have a bunch of blurring women on this. So, but just, you know, what this means, what this would have meant to my husband and mm. how he was here. And, you know, he might not have been here physically, but I know he was here in spirit and he's up there cheering too. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know, Stephanie, thank you so much for calling in. Um, I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm really glad you were able to get out to the parade. I'm, I'm glad you were able to celebrate among all of the Golden Knights fans that were there. Um, and, you know, it's it's funny you bring up the Stanley Cup, right? Like, it's it's one thing at times to, to take your picture with it. When it's here for an event, 
it, it's it's different and it's it's wholly different. And I, I didn't notice that. I didn't really understand that until this weekend, Saturday specifically. And I'll get into it a little bit later on in the show. But when the Stanley Cup is here for an event, it is a very, very different experience than when it's here because the team won it. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but but thank you so much for the call. Wrapping it up with one more call. Steven, Australia, how you doing, buddy? It it hadn't sunk in. <laughs> it, 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 it really hasn't. You know, like, and I want to go back to something that, that Chris said. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, unless, you know, you're in Vegas, you're from Vegas, you know, you can't. You can't quite understand, you know, what it's done for the city, and and I think I don't think there's any better person to speak to that than me because I I don't understand what it's like day in day out following this team, seeing the players around town, all that wonderful stuff. I I don't get that experience, but I get the experience of following the team. I get the experience of seeing all of this. Like I took the parade in through social media and just watching, you know drunken tweets filter through my timeline and you know like <laughs> seeing all these little videos pop out and 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 all that wonderful stuff like and and that's how I'm able to to connect with this team is you know all that all that all that wonderful stuff and you know when when I saw it filter through my timeline that you know you were going to be you know part of the parade Ryan I'm just like yeah, you deserve this. Like I, I was, you know, facetious last week with my with my comment of, you know, uh, when, when do you get your day with the cup, sort of thing. But like, you, you still got to have that moment that you genuinely and truly deserve because of you know your hard work covering this team. And you know, like there were so many people part of the parade who you know got to be part of that. And so I'm just, you know, I, I'm glad that you guys got your, you know, your moment as well as as well as the players. And I just. Yeah, I don't think it's set in. I don't think it's going to set in for a very long time. And mm. honestly, it, the last couple of years being a hockey fan have been hard. And I've sure. talked about this before on the show. Like, there's been fan bases and players that have made someone like me being part of this sport difficult. And you get to the Vegas Golden Knights and the only thing I've ever received, and I want every single one of these salty, bitter, twisted, upset, Vegas isn't a blah, 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 you know, because I'm not going to use expletives on the radio, Mm -hmm. um, sort of fan base. This has been one of the most warm, welcoming, inclusive understanding celebratory fan bases and organizations that I've ever followed, um, you know, at, at a, at a club, at a team level, the, the national team level is a little bit different, but at a club level, at a team level, this is one of the most warm, welcoming, inclusive, wholehearted fan bases and organizations that I've ever been a fan of. And I just want, everyone to remember that because Mm -hmm. this is the way of the future. The golden Knights are leading the way and, you know, ignoring the business side of things with the flurry stuff, with the Nate Smith stuff, everything else, this is the blueprint of where the sport needs to go. And so honestly, shape up or ship out is 
probably the message I can give to the haters, shape up or ship out. This is what it's going to be. This is where it needs to be, and this is where it's going to stay. Yeah, great stuff, Stephen. And, you know, I, truly, I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, I, I understand how difficult it's been at times for you to be a hockey fan. And I'm just so glad that you were able to find something in the Golden Knights, that you were able to find something in this team, in this fan base, and understand that you've always got a place here. That's that's all I can tell you. And, and you know, from the bottom of my heart, it means the world to me um, to hear you say the things about the parade and, and for me to be a part of it because I'll tell you, and we'll get to it a little bit more in just a minute, um, one of the most amazing moments of my life. And I, I, I cannot understate that. It was a dream come true, a dream you don't necessarily think about very much when you're in the middle of doing your job on a day-to-day basis. Um, but we'll talk about it a little bit more uh, in just a little bit. But, Stephen, I'm so glad that you've got this space that's yours and shared and that there's that sense of community. And I'll just add this. Look, Stephen, your commitment to calling into this show, I don't know what the hell time it is in Australia, <laughs> but your commitment to not only this show, but I know you call into other shows in the, under the Lotus umbrella. I don't have the authority to do this. I don't really care. I'm usurping Caroline Goodman here. Okay. I go. am making Stephen an honorary Las Vegan. I'm like, fine with like, it. Like, dude, Let's you go. are as Las Vegas as Las Vegas can be. We love you. We we appreciate you calling in when you do. We know it's tough with with your job and you know the time difference. But I'm usurping Caroline Goodman here. I am making Stephen from Australia. He's now Stephen from Las Vegas, Australia. All right, I like it. I'm I'm all on board. Uh, thanks so much for all the calls. That was fantastic stuff. A beautiful weekend. Six days. The Golden Knights have been Stanley Cup champions, and and I think we're all starting to realize the magnitude of that. We're back with more on the VGK Insider Show right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Good choice. You, 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 have, to, you have to have Dancing Queen ready at you, some point. You know, you know it's coming. Okay, alright, good, good, good. Yes. Um, this is a great song, by the way. Jack Eichel was the one who told me that this was yeah. their victory song. That's good. It's a great like these guys, Kungs. Yeah, they they do like they have another song that I think everyone knows. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know that. Like, it took me a minute. Too, but, took me a minute to get like, there, but I got it. This is such a and and the, the visual I will forever have in my mind <laughs> of William Carlson with the flag of Sweden behind mm-hmm. him shirtless, dancing on the speaker as Keegan Colasar holds him to prevent him from falling. MVP of the rally, Keegan Colasar. Yeah, yeah. Great great dude. Like, great dude. Like, like, there's so much to take away from that rally. Yeah. But, like, my cousins, I've talked about it, maybe not on the show, but my cousins are Swedish. Mm Mm-hmm. And I sent them the video of Carlson, and she texted me back. She's like, I'm in love with that guy. I'm like, oh, I hate to break it to you, Ashley. He's married, and he's got a kid. She's like, I don't care. I'm in love with him. So well, The whole city's in love with yes, him. Yes. Like, it's like, awesome. I think we all found out yeah. why yeah. he's nicknamed yeah. Wild Bill. Yeah. Like, there was always a sense of that. Like, you don't get a nickname like that because you're quiet. Sure. And, and, 
mild-mannered. I mean, he's a nice guy. He is mild-mannered. But given the moment, Mm -hmm. I love that that William Carlson (laughs) came out. Like, my mom texted me, and she said to me, she goes, now I know why he's been your favorite guy mm-hmm. since year one. I mm-hmm. said, Mom, I said, he's he's awesome. Like, he is, he's funny. Like, I can't disclose the very first conversation I ever had with him. There's some There's some we can't, there, for but, sure. But we can talk about the fact that one of the first was we were talking about the Swedish, the Swedish alcohol mm-hmm. called Aquavit. Yep. They sell it. I've, I've seen it at, at Total Wine & More, big bottle of it. My cousins, when... They they had like a a festival they 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 have a festival in Sweden midsummer festival mm-hmm. and that's when you drink it you get these little bottles and you drink from these little bottles and it's like straight Swedish alcohol and the first conversation me and him had about that he goes he goes how many did you have I said I don't know I lost count he goes did it knock you on your ass <laughs> I said yes <laughs> yes it did he, oh. he said did you chant I said I don't know what the hell <laughs> I was doing he's like well you did it right then so. well that's that's a full circle moment for for William based on how uh, how he started on the stage right? yes yes um listen it, it was it was such a really emotional night for a lot of people it was such a a fun and engaging night for so many people and and you're you're your bit on there about understanding why he is nicknamed Wild Bill, I, I think is perfectly said because there have been moments, glimpses, you and I have have been able to get, right, when we're in the locker room and we hear William Carlson, maybe off the record, certain situations where he lets it fly, where he gives you the personality. It's not all the time. It's measured at, in certain situations about certain things, but... William Carlson is absolutely Wild Bill. He is absolutely that guy. He plays his butt off every single time he's on the ice. We talked about it over the course of the entire season and the postseason, right? How many shifts does uh, William Carlson take off? None of them. How much does he set the mood, set the table? How much is he the engine for this Golden Knights team? Absolutely, 100%. He played incredibly hard in the postseason. And he went incredibly hard on Saturday night in the parade. And then the rally. He was phenomenal. He stole the show. Yes. I, I, I Him and Aiden Hill. I think Aiden Hill in the UNLV Larry Johnson jersey. I think for those of us who've been... I'm a UNLV alum. For, mm. for those of us who've been here a long time, like it 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 touched something in, in us. It touched something in me to see. like This guy is so in tune with where he is in the moment that He's rocking a Larry Johnson UNLV jersey. Right. I, I, I mean, it, he doesn't it, miss. No, he he's. It, it was so cool and like I mean, even I I, I mean, you and me talked about it a little bit. Riley Smith, mm-hmm. I thought was great. Like the I'm I I don't know what to do. Maybe I'm just going to retire. Thing like <laughs> like, and I saw people. No, Riley, you can't retire. It's like. Uh, <laughs> You don't know Riley very well. He's <laughs> he's very sarcastic, very dry. But mm-hmm. yeah, he that was funny too. I thought that moment. Don't worry. I don't. I I am ninety nine percent sure that Riley Smith is not contemplating retirement. No, I think Riley Smith will be back. I, I think the Golden Knights will be back, and you know, kind of leaning into um, leaning into that first call that we got from Mike. Just just one thing on on the topic. 
As much as you look at the Golden Knights right now and you're trying to understand what it might look like maybe next year, two years from now, three years from now, all that stuff, one thing that you cannot discount is how much players around the league see what the Golden Knights have done and want to be a part of that. What I mean by it is this. In so many ways, Vegas is the perfect place to play, right? Everybody wants to come here. Everybody in the league talks about, raves about how great the organization is here with the Vegas Golden Knights, how amazing the arena is, how great the fan base is. All of that stuff is attractive to players. But you want to know the thing that's most attractive to players? Winning. You want to know the thing that's most attractive to players that haven't won before? An organization that wants to win. An organization that puts that first. And it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do. You have to have high character to do it. You have to have conviction in your beliefs of what you think you need in order to win. All of that stuff has to be true. But you know what players in this league respect more than anything else? An organization that's trying to win. And the Golden Knights are an organization that not only won, but they're not going to be satisfied with just the one. They're not going to be satisfied with 2023 Stanley Cup champions, and then that's all she wrote. The Golden Knights want more of this. This organization wants this to be a thing that happens every single year. And so many teams go into a league, go into a year. They enter a season where they say, well, our goal ultimately is to win the Stanley Cup. And how many of those teams out of 32 are you legitimately going to believe when they say it? How many? 16? There's not a lot. 12? 10? You know, like I think when when you talk about players who say before the season, oh, we we're, we believe we're going to win the cup. Mm-hmm. I think for probably 60% of them, you're probably saying, no, you're not. And the fact of the matter is, if you're a player for the Vegas Golden Knights, if you are a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights, when the season starts and you hear players talk about our goals to win the Stanley Cup, when you hear Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee talk about our goal being to win the Stanley Cup, when you hear that organizationally, it's true. This team wants to win. And that is something players everywhere respect and want to be a part of. I'm going to take a break now. But when we come back, we'll have hour number two of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 